What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. We are fresh off of Memorial Day weekend, so that is where Tim and I kick things off, talking about what we did over the weekend, kind of the celebrations that we had. Uh, it was also my birthday, so we get into a lot of things uh, when we just chop it up, have some fun conversation to start the show. Then we get into our RLEs, our real-life experiences, our business updates and tips. Uh, I talk about hosting a ladies' night with the personal training side of my business. I get into that. few spots left for 21 days of free nutrition coaching. Talk about doing some uh, things value add up front uh, in order to build good rapport and lead gen, uh, which is a big tip. Uh, big focus of mine with the business now. And my tip is around having a good relationship with food. So I dive a little deeper into that. For book talk, I just started Man Uncivilized, kind of get into the mindset of men, how we act, react, uh, and how to be better communicators, especially with significant others. Uh, So we have a lot in the show. Tim, where do you take us today? Yep, this was a fun episode. I enjoyed every single second of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The life updates. I started an Instagram page. And I'll tell you what that's about on the show, uh, something I'm extremely passionate about, so looking forward to talking about that. Uh, I give some business updates on some things I'm doing to uh, provide more value to the clients and the individuals I work with. Um, And then my tip for today is, if you're someone who's stuck and not sure where to go next with your career, I give you three questions to ask yourself that will guide you in the right direction and will be able to help you... uh, just organize your thoughts better and, and be able to, to hone in your job search. So those three things I'll kind of reveal in that section of the episode. Um, and then the last part of the episode is uh, Emotional Intelligence 2.0, the book by Travis Bradbury. Um, I talk about how you, to not be fooled by a bad mood. So um, I know you guys are going to love this, whether you're trying to eat better, be healthier, uh, find a better career path. Uh, understand yourself better. I think there's many, many nuggets in here to take care of. Uh, crispy chicken nuggets, that is. So without episode 187, enjoy it. All right, man. How are we feeling coming out of May? Uh, Remember that May, May was the, the fun month, right? May May is the fun month. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I have a good time in May. Yeah. So we start with the Kentucky Derby. Country concerts start in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the Indy 500, my birthday, Murph. Like, it is just a jam-packed month. Yeah. But we started boating season. Mm-hmm. Summer is, is here. So coming out of May, like, as of today, physically, I hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm a little tired, but I feel pretty good. Um, mentally, I'm feeling pretty pretty solid. But... Man, Murph wrecked me, dude. So uh, for those that don't know, Mike Murphy, he was a SEAL that died. Uh, If you know the story of Marcus Luttrell, it was part of his whole uh, team. And Luttrell was the only one that survived. And so this guy, Mike Murphy, uh, he called it body armor. And it was a workout he put on. Uh, You either have a 20-pound vest or, like, you know, they would use their flak jacket, whatever, a rucking pack. And you start with a mile. Then you do 100 pull-ups. You can break it up however you want. 200 push-ups, same thing. Break it up. 300 air squats, break it up. And then another mile. Um, but you know, you don't have to wear the vest. That's what he did. That's how it's written. You don't have to go straight through an order like that. So do mm-hmm. your mile before you start your 100 pull-ups. Finish those before you start the push-ups. Finish those. So on and so forth. Um, but a lot of people will run the mile and do, you know, 20 or 30 rounds of X mini pull-ups, push-ups, air squats, kind of gives body parts a rest. Um, but I did it with two other people. We did it straight through at the gym. We had two heats at the gym, 20 plus people each heat. Good turnout. Yeah. And it's good fun. D- good DJ. Yeah, we had DJ Godzillist, um, who actually knows a friend of ours and the show, Marquise. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're buddies. But yeah, DJ Godzillist is like our quote-unquote house DJ for any big events like that. He's mm-hmm. our guy. Um, good DJ as well. So if you're in the indie area and need one, DJ God Zillist. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so three of us kind of stuck together because we had our vests. We did it straight through. And um, so it was nice having you know our own little team within our team. And, uh, yeah. man, the second 100 push-ups was the hardest part of the day. Mm-hmm. 
It was like once I cleared I the first yeah. hundred. So our goal, all three of us, we were doing sets of ten on every movement mm -hmm. as long as we could hang on sets of ten. By about seventy-ish pull-ups, I went to sets of three to five, um, or sets of five, and then after hundred push-ups, I would go fives, and then I'd have to go like three, three, four, like just every so so few. Man, uh, yeah, those push-ups were something else. Air squats were okay. The run, second run, kind of sucked, but I was fine the day after. And two days after, which is common for you know Dom's your delayed onset muscle soreness, but my right forearm, like I can't straighten my right arm. Like the day after, I was fine. I was I was down in Martinsville at Mia's mom's. We're boating, hanging out, doing all this stuff, and then like the day after that. I woke up at 4.30 in the morning and I was in pain. I have a good pain tolerance and this shit woke me up and I could not straighten my arm. Like I can't hold my gym bag. Uh, so I don't know what happened, but I think I definitely have some type of, some type of strain in my forearm and I, it just hurts, man. But hey, it's for a good cause. Hey, you pushed yourself, yeah, good, for a good cause. Yeah. I mean, taking, taking a few days why. off. Yeah, yeah, taking a few days off, not touching the weights. Um, yeah, so good man. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend was was jam packed. Yeah, like I said, after that went down to uh, Mia's house, sitting for her mom while she's away in Martinsville. But we've been down there a handful of times. Uh, it's on a little lake, which is nice. They got a little boat that we went out. Uh, Shelby and Nicole came down. Uh, let's see, that was Monday night, and then they left that evening, and then I stayed uh, with Mia t through Tuesday. And it was just, we took the dogs on a walk, went to lunch. Um, then we just, you know, we sat on the deck and, and talked for a while. Then we went out on the boat, had a couple beers, you know, and just swam all afternoon. And that was my birthday. And I was just like super calm. And uh, yeah, because my birthday was the 31st. And yeah, like I don't need a big, like I'll be 30 next year. So I'll, you know, I already have a plan. We're going to do some awesome shit. But I'm like, man, I don't need that much. Like, I'm the same way, man. Sitting on the water, having yeah. a couple beers, like just, I mean, yeah, more the merrier friend-wise, but yeah. it was just me and Mia just hanging out yeah. and uh, doing our thing. And that was a perfect day, man. Yeah. Perfect yeah, yeah. day. Exactly. So I'll, I'll organize something with, with all the friends back in Indy and get something. Maybe we all go out. Another yeah. excuse to I better get my invite for have that. a nice dinner. Well, you already invited me, so we're hanging out regardless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm the same way, man. I just just surround me with people I care about. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, like let's all go even eat, if it's drink. one person, if it's 10, 10 people, like, yeah, it's all I need. Every yeah. day, every day's a birthday anyway. The fact, like, Dude, every day's a facts. gift, man. The fact that we wake up every day. Facts. I mean, so that's all I need. Yeah, man, we had a good time. Like, yeah. we always just have a good time spending yeah. time down there, but together and all that. But uh, yeah, coming out of May, feeling good. good. I have I have plans with the business. We'll get into those business updates after. You kind of run us through some some life. Yeah. Still waiting on the Yeti sponsorship though. Still coming yeah. out of May. It's June 2022. Waiting no on Yeti the sponsorship. sponsorship. Yeah. So the if there is a knock on May, that's a thing. So yeah. Yeti, I'm just just saying. Mm -hmm. I took you know we should get on it too. I took some Alpha Brain earlier. I'm on one right now. We're zipping right along. Yeah, you're sharp. Yeah, we're on it. Uh, all right, Tim, give us some life updates. Yeah, May was good for me as well, man. I, I mean, I'm an outdoors person, so there was some, some weird inconsistency with, with the weather at some points. But, yeah, I was – many outdoor workouts for me. I, I'm coming out of May feeling extremely healthy, energized. Like I feel like I'm in a good spot like health-wise. Um, good. I've been like – I kind of – I think I've talked about it on this podcast already, but I've been incorporating like – two workouts a day, one indoor and then one outdoor, mm -hmm. um, and try, trying to, to time it like that, go to a park with a basketball court and, uh, bring, bring my, bring my resistance bands, my uh, perfect push up stuff and, uh, nice. just go to town. Nice. It's, I've, I've really enjoyed, I think the last month, uh, I feel like I've gotten more creative with just my exercises. Like I would go to the gym before, um, and whether it's crowded or not, I would just, I would see someone on a machine and I would just get get discouraged and, and just wait on them. <laughs> now, like, I kind of reframe my mindset. Tim's that guy. Yeah. Well, not anymore. I've reframed my mindset. Like, there is always something you can do to, to Yeah, do something exercise. else productive. Yeah. And I just, before, I was kind of limiting myself. And uh, I think being outside again and being able to just 
take what I have outside, mm-hmm. the little things I have, and do that there. That's allowed me to like be more creative in the actual weight room in a structured setting like that. So yeah, yeah coming out, lo- loving loving the weather. Been been golfing a lot, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, been playing some cool courses, and um, yeah, and I started an Indiana golf. Instagram page too. Let's go. Last week of May, um, just for funsies, you know. For funsies. I, it's, it's one yeah. of those things. Like, what's one type of account I can start? Where like, I'm so passionate about it that I'm gonna post every day on it. And yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna highlight a different golf course each day. Um, there, I haven't looked how many golf courses are in Indiana. I'm gonna look right now. But yeah, um, starting started it and just gonna see where it goes. I'm yeah. No real like concrete goals right with it right now. I think one of the things that I think could come with it is maybe one of these courses be like, hey, will you help with, with our social media, something like that. Yeah, um, I'm always down to do that. But yeah, so you're tagging them as you post. Tagging, yeah, cool. putting hashtags, tagging them. Cool. Um, yeah, I just notice a lot of these golf courses with social media, they'll have a Facebook page, but they don't really have an Instagram page. It's like established. Yeah. So yeah, just doing that and started that. And I'm um, looking up now. How many golf courses are in Indiana? Because there's so many. I'm surprised you don't know that number. More than 400. But yeah, the fact that like every hole has, or every every course has over 18 holes and 400 courses, like I'm never going to run out of content. And it's amazing. I'll obviously take the pictures when I go to the courses and play them myself, but there's already thousands of photos out there that you can, that I can source from Instagram of people who have like tagged the course or tagged the location or tagged a hashtag right. um, and I can get them from there and obviously credit them and yeah I'm just excited because I've noticed like there really isn't an account like this that's posting every day I mean there's I saw uh, Visit Indiana had a golf Instagram page yeah. branded under Visit Indiana but they haven't posted since October 2020 so that's kind of been idle but Dang. yeah I haven't found one that's posted every day as of right now so and maybe you start tagging like the big pages too mm-hmm. just like letting them know you're there yeah yeah you know and like reposting like amazing shots that like the pga tour page might post yeah like reposting those i've noticed and that's something i don't do well enough but using other content that's hot just put it on your feed too mm-hmm. get some more eyes to you I'm like oh who's this joker yeah oh does some cool shit mm-hmm. okay i'll give them a follow yeah yeah dude that'll be fun Right, and I've been yeah. mulling, like, do I mix in, like... Oh, he's mulling. Do I, do he's I, mulling. Do I mix in my passion of coffee in it, too, and do, like, coffee and golf? But as of right now, I'm just going to focus on golf, and maybe maybe that, but, um, yeah, definitely going to... Can I throw a thought out there on that? Yeah, what? If you play in the morning, feature the coffee. Like, if you have coffee with you for that round, yeah. feature, feature the coffee. Yeah. Or if like, you don't, then, like, well, I was gonna whatever. Well, I was going to say co- coffee, or... Golf courses and coffee shops. Like I would feature the coffee shop, and uh, I would feature like kind of do an alternate type of thing. Mm. But I don't know. Like I feel like the advantage of that is there definitely isn't an Instagram that's posting a coffee shop and a golf course every other day. There's nothing like that. That would be kind of cool. Though. That would be more unique. Like, Whereas like there's there's more likely to be another Instagram page that comes on that only does golf courses. Mm. But will there be one that's golf and coffee shop? I don't know got to establish it early though yeah that's what i'm saying like i'm gonna focus on golf right now and then maybe but you're in it. enough coffee shops you have pictures of hella coffee shops already yeah i so, love some coffee shops dude yeah. i'm telling you at this point just the smell of a coffee shop kicks some chemical in my brain to like hey, so good it is time to do work right now so it's time to lock in I'll time to it. lock you lock it up <laughs> that's right you lock it up yeah you're you're absolutely right though like i i'm not you know i have this starbucks coffee today but iced coffee i doctored it up a bit but I don't, I'm not a huge Starbucks fan. Mm-hmm. But man, you pull up to that drive through window and they open it, you get that wafting, wafting. Oh, it just smells good. I just love coffee. All things about yeah. coffee. They're good at what they do too. Starbucks. The aroma. Like, like Starbucks. The aroma. Like, I know it's obvious because they have built a brand and they probably make the most money out of any coffee shop, but oh, yeah. every coffee shop is consistent. All the workers are on point and they, I mean, maybe you, some might be having a bad day and the service might not be good at this location, but I noticed most locations like... Which coffee shop sh- did you just see when you said that in your mind? No, I, <laughs> no I'm just I, kidding. I'm, I'm just saying like the consistency in coffee sh- shop to coffee shop is incredible and how, yeah. how good and efficient they are and... Well, especially because you're at like, um, you're at ones that I um, can't think of words, but it's not a franchise. Local. Like a local. Like, like a local yeah, yeah, that's local what I'm looking for. Jeez, come on, self. You're good. Um, 
but to where I think it's much more noticeable and uh, just kind of blatant if one of those workers, because like that's the only one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's more detriment than a Starbucks worker being a little shitty one day. It's like, yeah, oh, Starbucks, fuck it anyway. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, I agree. You're there. You sit down. It's like okay, I have my caffeine. It is time to hustle. Right yeah. Now. But um, in every local, like obviously Starbucks, it's the same. And ever, I mean, some Starbucks are designed differently, which mm-hmm. is cool. I like the fact that you have you go to different designs. Mm-hmm. But like local coffee shops, each one has its own like identity. Each one has its own like vibe. Yeah. And like everyone, like the owner at one point, I'd be like, hey, how do I set up this place? Like, what do I, what do I want to make people feel when they're in here? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I was like doing our podcast. We we love businesses and how they start so it's, it's always cool to see like how a coffee shop started um yeah, yeah. all the coffee shop owners in indy yeah episode 170 up. rachel pretty the owner of rose and lois coffee shop that was a carmel one. indiana good one we brought her on yeah yeah take a listen reach out if you have a coffee shop get on the show yeah um man i wish i could buy a starbucks franchise or like one location you know mm-hmm. what i mean damn i wish i could buy one Hey, when if and when you have kids one day, you can be like, "Hey, you either go to college or I'll buy you a franchise and teach your kid how to run a franchise." I don't want to. I read that this morning because I said, "I'll just be like, that's what Mark Zuckerberg's dad did." He said, "You can either You're go to college, or you can run a franchise." I mean, that's smart. Yeah, <clears throat> like if my kid's got a business going on in high school and it's actually like got some legs, I'll let him not do yeah. college for a year. Be like, yeah. "Hey, take a year." If this thing goes under, you go to school. If it, yeah. if it doesn't, keep running with it, man. Yeah. What do you think from from now in 20, I think about this all the time, mm-hmm. like what our kids, what education will look like then. Do you think it'll look similar to what it looks like right now in 20 years? Different? And if so, how different? Because I, I do think that the universities, that will obviously still be a staple. I think that I don't think that's ever going away. But Agreed. Do you think anything will change with education? Hundred percent. So, uh, I think there will be a lot more people that one don't go to college right away. Yeah, the numbers will just continue to go down. I think so, yeah. uh, but it will eventually <clears throat> plateau due to professions like lawyers, doctors, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you need that true higher education for. Like I'm saying, you're gonna have less business majors and all that. Like yeah. you're just gonna see less of that. Um, but yeah, particular sciences, law, whatever. So eventually, yeah, I think it'll still keep going down a little bit, and it will level off uh, due to those fields. But one, we're seeing a lot more areas of study that people are actually interested in. Mm-hmm. So like, Butler has a new gaming center for. Dude, it's so cool. gaming. It's in the old uh, Atherton Computer Lab. Do you remember where that? Oh was? yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, because I walked in there. Crazy, it's cool. Yeah, so they're having more stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, um, and I think you're going to continue to see more of that mm-hmm. because it's also how universities will still retain some of those people. Uh, you know, like we were saying, oh, we'd let our kids take off a year. Mm-hmm. How many of those might you have though? With how much you can do with the internet, how much money you can make just doing YouTube, whatever. Yeah. To where it's like, do I need college right now? Yeah. But if you're making money, you are somehow running a business, and I think that is a better degree than mm-hmm. what a university can give you. Yeah, that's true. Now there's good tools that I'm not, you know, I'm not saying college is useless, but I kind of wish I would have taken a year, done a handful of different things. And realized, okay, do I need school? And if so, what do I need to, like, what classes do I need to take for it? Mm-hmm. Like, for what I want, what do I really need from this college? Yeah. I mean, I had a good time in college. Yeah. I, I lived the college life, stereotypical yeah. college. But now it's like, damn, if I had a little more guidance of, hey, try some things first, see what you need, if you need it, and then do those things, exclude the extras. Yeah. Yeah, but so I think you'll see that uh, still quite a bit of remote. You'll see more things that people are really drawn towards. Like I think college has to follow the market mm-hmm. more than trying to dictate the market. Yeah, 
and, and be open to pivoting and changing yeah. to a company like the other alternatives that are out there for people to learn. I think the biggest, you kind of alluded to it, I think the biggest thing will be the changes in the curriculum. I feel like you'll see less of like a liberal arts style education where like, hey, like you gotta take all these other classes too, mm-hmm. but I feel like it'll be more focused and streamlined on like learning a trade or like learning like how to do like a certain type of skill, like coding. Like, yeah. like there you'll, you'll go to college and you'll only learn how to code and like, Right. Because I feel like we're going to realize to the point where, hey, like, my time is valuable. I only have 24 hours in a day. Like, it just, it makes sense for me to go to college and just learn only what's, what I'm going to use after college. Exactly. As long as you know, like, what you're, what you're going into it for. Yeah. I feel like, why waste time? Like, 100%. Yeah. Like, if I'm, you know, doing gaming, I don't need to take calculus. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. It's just, um, but I also think, I mean, outside looking in, I don't work in education, so I have a different perspective. But I think college needs to stop making strictly employees. They need to make people who understand life, too. Mm-hmm. And, hey, yeah, there's, like, Butler has entrepreneurship classes. But, I mean, truly getting in, into what really happens when you start your own business. Yeah. What the business world is really like, because it's cold. Yeah. Um, you know, Things like, like, this is part of why I want to be an adjunct. Like, teach people how to balance a freaking checkbook. You know, yeah. We've talked about relocation depression, uh, bills, having your own health insurance, like all these things, doing adult life after college. Because yeah. college is a bubble, man. Yeah, 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 you're right. So I, th- I think there needs, yeah, curric- that part of college in. needs to change. Like, yeah, you, you said curriculum will keep changing. I think they need to make sure they teach people how to live in the world right agreed but, yeah yeah I'm glad you brought it up I think it's always an interesting topic cause yeah I mean there's pros and cons of everything but uh-huh. man, college needs to I honestly don't even remember how we got on that topic but I'm glad we did <laughs> yeah I don't either <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah May was good life updates uh, yeah so all that to any... be said May yeah. was solid yeah so uh, business updates what are you currently working on in your uh, your business and uh, anything you'd like to share at this point yeah so still doing the business coaching stuff uh, the last few days you know I took a few days off with all the holiday weekend and yeah. stuff and my birthday so good to be back on it but man I'm organizing like I have better ways of having my forms filled out how to send it to people I'm utilizing Google Docs a ton for organization and that kind of work is hard for me to personally do Mm -hmm. I don't like that work but you know until I can hire someone it's also good for me to know every part of the business but doing that um, and so that's for the nutrition side rehab side is is good finishing with some patients starting some new ones getting good results uh, getting reviews from people so that's my thing I'm asking for Google reviews like Mm -hmm. hey would you if I send you this link would you mind just giving me a quick five-star review one to three senses. I'm not asking for a book. Because mm-hmm. um, that, even like 10 to 20, can make a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, doing that. But the personal training side has gotten interesting. <clears throat> so, I have uh, a few different clients. I do couples training too, which is fun. Like, I have a boyfriend mm-hmm. girlfriend couple. Yeah. Um, still have the one on ones going. And I have this one client. She has given me a lot of business. And she's so fun to work with. So I told her, hey, get like six, seven of your girlfriends. Let's have a ladies' night. And so what I'm going to do, like after the last class at the gym, you know, I'm going to start 15, 20 minutes afterwards. It's just going to be us. I'm going to have a whole separate playlist just for their workout. Um, get all the women together. It's a partner-style workout. So, you know, it'll be teams of two. And nothing like too crazy we're not gonna barbell cycle any of that just a fun workout and uh you know go for a good hour and of course my hope is to capture a little more business Mm -hmm. so yeah this is gonna be a lot of fun um but it's you know to build the book yeah and that's what i'm starting to do is things like that and i've kind of been strategizing the last few weeks of what to do but then in my nutrition uh, business stuff they have good insights and in what to do how to try to get more leads mm-hmm. so I'll have the ladies night I think that's going to be a big hit I could see that being like 
kind of a weekly thing. Yeah. Even with gym members too. Yeah, and build an even stronger sense of community at the gym too. Right. So, and then because I'm not trying for these, so I could eventually charge for a ladies' night and get like, you know, open to the public. Yeah. Hey, it's ladies' night. We got 16 spots total. If you're in, in the indie area, so who knows what it could be? Yeah. Was uh, this just a, an idea that came to you in the middle of the night? Like, what motivated? I was talking to my mom. Oh, nice. And she was like, hey, what if you did an offering? Say, like, hey, Slager, if you have a couple of friends. She's like, yeah, ask her if she's got some friends. Do something if she's been a really good client and get more business. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Like, now let's turn into a ladies' night. I might even take a couple bottles of Moscato for these ladies after we're done. Yeah. A little glass of wine. Like, just show them such a fun time around health and fitness. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, hopefully capture a little business but um, but then yeah nutritionally I'm kind of doing the same I'm going to offer so if you're listening to this and it's not booked hit me up see if I got spots left but as of now five spots for uh, 21 days free nutrition coaching Mm -hmm. Uh, whatever the goal is I'll write a plan for everyone we'll have you know a weekly check in hit me up we'll probably have a little Facebook group but if I have not worked with you or consulted with you five spots uh, three weeks free nutrition coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing things like that yeah, to dude, try to give a little awesome. first, get have them have a taste, and then be like, hey, if we do stuff together, that's when we get into the real nitty gritty mm-hmm. of why this matters, that matters. Um, so yeah, just tr- uh, trying out different ways to get leads, capture more business, and um, yeah, that that's the focus right now. Writing. Mm-hmm had uh, got a new client writing so nice yeah I had my one SEO guy that I do he does the websites all the digital marketing ads all that mm-hmm. and I'm his his guy for the written stuff and we have one new client where you know I'm kind of on retainer X many pieces a month for this much money and so if I get a few more of those eventually I'll hire someone to write for me so I can focus some writing mostly the nutrition and yeah. coaching business but yeah, I get a few more of those, and I'll probably hire hire a copywriter. Look at this guy. So I love it. But it's, things are things are brewing over here. People. Those two things. Oh man, the next six months. I'm very excited for the next six months. It's a brewing. It's so close. Like that snowball is right almost at that edge, and once I hit this 60 day sprint with my nutrition people in like a month, month and a half. Oh baby. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. It is on, and I'm feeling like. Things are set up, and now we're ready to hit the track. Yeah. So oh, it's, I'm feeling good. Things are feeling dangerous. And, dude, it's going to – everything's going to start flowing. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So how uh, how's your your biz going? Business is going extremely well right now. I'll do um, a tip after you go. I want to hear yeah, you talk. Yeah, and then I'll do my tip after you. Awesome. Um, I just want yeah. to hear you talk, baby. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, this is my, – my business update today is more of like a uh, – not really a process improvement, but like another value add. Um, I asked myself like, what can I continue to give people um, to make it worth doing business with me? Mm. And obviously I give them a resume, I give them my time, I give them my ideas, my insights. Um, But I wanna also give people like some freebies and some resources after I'm done completed the project. So once I've delivered the resume and the LinkedIn profile and everything to them, what can I give them beyond that to set them up for success once they start the job search? So right now I'm developing, or I've already developed and kind of just organizing and streamlining a cheat sheet for the interview in terms of interview tips and then questions to ask. So I'm gonna give them that part. Um, I'm gonna give them like a list of best practices for the job search, like tactics and strategies that they can do to increase their chances of getting a job outside of just uploading a resume, like mm. different like things they can do on LinkedIn or other tips like that. Um, and then template templates for like thank you notes after the interview. So like things that they like commun- types of communications that they can send to people yeah. um, after the interview. So just another thing that I want to give people um, that makes it worth doing business with me and um, just kind of giving more credit, not credibility, but 
reasoning for why I charge what I charge, um, just to yeah. give them like more value beyond that. So just working on that stuff right now. And then, um, obviously like really trying to continue to hammer and, and, and try to get into a public speaking engagement where I can talk yes. to the organization. So yes. after we're done recording today, um, you are nice enough to, uh, take a video of me on the GoPro. I'm going to start sending some like outreach videos out to people. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited on that. Um, but yeah, right now, obviously like I'm, I'm, the last month has been crazy with, with moving houses. So I haven't been able to dedicate as much time to that outside stuff, just taking care of current clients and prospective clients. But yeah, once I get moved in and um, I think June and July, I'm, I'm really trying to maximize these next two months and, yep. and, and really make sure I'm pivoting my business. Love it. Let's go. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're rolling, man. I'm, I'm really thankful to continue to still be able to do it. And I, I want to really just capitalize on, on some of the ideas that I've been doing. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to Jen Saki and circle back on some things. Yeah. Uh, circle back. <laughs> dots. Let's go. We're companies that you're uh, reaching out to for speaking, any particular industry or niche, any types of companies? Yeah. So three main, three main people, the three main stakeholders, external stakeholders, universities. Okay. So like resume writing, LinkedIn, interview prep workshops at those. Um, career centers or like other organizations that help um, people who maybe d like they didn't have a traditional educational route trying to like help people form a strong career whether it's people who are maybe like coming out of prison and trying to get back on the right track maybe these are people who just didn't get a high school education they're going back to it to get that um, people who are transitioning from the military into civilian life the military has organizations that do that already, but kind of adding another layer to that, okay. um, those type of organizations. Um, and then co just regular companies with a sales team that needs to learn how to utilize LinkedIn. So Ooh, okay. Those are the three. And you'll see when we record these videos, I have a, I have a certain outreach message for each different type. Okay. Um, the military stuff, remind me after we're done, uh, you should talk to Dr. Owens. Okay. He's uh, worked with like the uh, Bring Coordinating Council, mm -hmm. uh, so he knows a lot of people in different parts of of the Marine Corps. Yeah, where he can probably know at least where to guide you. Yeah, to offer that up to someone, or maybe get on like an email thread, or have it sent to those people's emails. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd appreciate that because there's a lot of people in the military who they are doing amazing stuff like mm -hmm. they like they're doing jobs and projects and responsibilities that like people in like civilian life are doing but because they're, they're doing it in such a specialized setting <clears throat> so it's tough to sometimes translate that to someone who's never <clears throat> been in the military before right. so like that's kind of where i come in and be like hey like i've, I've worked with with 100 like at least 100 people who have been in your position okay um, yeah help them translate <clears throat> what they've been doing so they can get a good job in the civilian life also, uh, yeah, I like that because, you know, so a lot of those people have a hard time transitioning because mm -hmm. they've seen the real world. Yeah. They know what the real world is like. Yeah. We live in a fantasy land over here. Right. So, yeah, I, I can, can't even imagine how hard that is to go from what they've seen and had to do and then back to, I'm writing a resume. Yeah. Like, I, I just I it's knew foreign. my job. I did my job. Yeah. I was told what to do when I had to do it, and um, so yeah. I think I love that just because I have a lot of veteran friends, responder friends. But Christoph Lewis, I think you should mm. touch base because, yeah. and I haven't seen him post for a while, or maybe I haven't seen it, so Instagram hides it from me now. Mm -hmm. But I it's, remember he was a he was big in trying to help veterans transition. Mm -hmm. So maybe see if he's like with an organization who's who tries to do yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and be like, yeah. hey, do you have anyone doing their resumes? Because mm -hmm. I can do that, help them with interviews, all that. So he'd probably a good be a good one to reach out to as well to expand that network. Yeah. He he did officially close the chapter on his podcast because he's moving on to. Um, he's he's trying to he's in the process of learning how to manage and buy a uh, storage facility. 
Oh, like real big, estate, big money and stuff. Yeah, so him and his wife. I mean, he's he still has his regular job where I think he. I think he was tech. Yeah, IT tech, or like something. consulting, like a yeah. remote job. But he's like trying to build that. Yeah, I think that's why he's kind of gone quiet because I think he's he's going through that process, learning how to do that. Good and for like, him. I'm sure it's a, a a huge challenge to like find a spot and buy it. So I'm sure he's like navigating that. But that man's gonna do very well. I mean, yeah, he already definitely, is. Definitely, but he's gonna be a killer, man. Yeah. Like, Good for him. I mean, he, yeah, he's got a good head on his shoulders. Like whatever he puts his mind to, he's gonna he's gonna do well. Man, so. we should just do another episode with him. Yeah. That's what we should do. Be like, hey, take us through like everything, shutting it down, what you're into now. Yeah, we'll just yeah, let's reach out to him, mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah, get with him on on the veteran side for sure, and we can talk about it on the show. But I think now just talking out loud about it, yeah, that'd be a great ideas. second episode with him. Yeah, for um, sure. Christoph Lewis. Oh, what a guy. Yeah. Uh, no, that's cool, man. Yeah, I think having videos, videos are powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, what else was I gonna say? Cause yeah, we went towards the company. What'd you say before? Um, I, uh, universities, uh, organizations that help people transition, and yeah. then uh, companies that have linked sales teams. That's right. So that's those right. are the three ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm ready to to like put myself out there and start like speaking to groups because cool. I mean I'm a good written communicator, but I mean I think I'm I could argue I'm even better at like. You're also speaking. nice all right, Tim. <laughs> I think I want to put it to the test, man. I'm ready. So good. Um, good. Yeah. So that's kind of that. So uh, and shit. Uh, our buddy. Oh man. I just lost it. Author, keynote speaker. We've had him on twice. Oh, Ma- Scott Mouts. Scott Mouts. Hit yeah. him up, yeah. yeah. Yeah, hey, what kind of networks can you I did. I got to give him a call. I sent him an email. Okay. I don't think that's He's good a biz, enough. Busy yeah, guy. I don't think that's good enough. I'm going to have to guy. be a little more. Strategic. Do you have his uh, assistant's email still? Yeah, yeah. I'll go back oh. and just reach out. I think yeah. that's the best way. Because I think she likes us. Yeah. So she's the gatekeeper. Yeah. Um, yeah, so tip. Um, it, was, it was my birthday, so I didn't. I ate all the things I wanted to eat, I drank what I wanted to drink. And not like I you know, got wasted or anything, but uh, I wanted to quickly go over like food relationships because we have, you know, this big thing now is, is cheat meals. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that just because it makes you feel naughty mm-hmm. about having, you know, a burger and fries if you want a burger and fries. Man, if, if that's like your, you know, you like that if you go out once or twice in a week and you just, man love this burger and fries and you're on on your diet eating clean like 80 20 man. and don't mm-hmm. feel bad about it don't say you're cheating it's part of the plan enjoying your life is part of the plan mm-hmm. like unless you're getting ready to step on stage and you got to be to a t and you can't miss fine that's one thing but like us we're we're average gym goers like we we, we like training we like to be in good shape but i did not feel bad one bit like I had some nice sipping tequila. I had, you know, went out for lunch, had some fries, you know, had steak sandwiches. Like I just, I kept eating. Mm-hmm. It's what I wanted to do. Like yeah. it's my birthday. I'm gonna eat good food with people I want to be around. Um, I had burgers and yeah, all the things. It was uh, like, I think we have a big issue with uh, verbiage. And food because words really do matter. Whether it's about food or something else, words really matter a lot. And so it's oh, I shouldn't eat that. It's like okay, it's not as optimal to have a burger and fries six days a week. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But once or twice, it's not going to destroy you if you're on your your training and nutrition the rest of the the week. Um, you know, there's not good and bad foods. There's good and bad application of foods. Mm-hmm. Like I've had people that I've coached with in nutrition where I purposefully wanted them to have a burger and fries. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I at some points just need them to get calories. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they're burning a lot, they're, uh, you know, right in preseason, floating to in-season, and they're low on calories, I'll give them a high-calorie meal. Like, fuck it. Like, I need you to have burger and fries because it's high-calorie, and I just want you fed. Mm-hmm. Time and place. Um, you know, people say, oh, are bananas good or bad? Well, they're not ideal for if you're trying to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Don't eat a banana five minutes before you go to bed because, yeah, it's going to uh, have a sugar spike. But you know, 
before or after a training or like just throughout the day you want a banana fine mm-hmm. um so yeah it's not that foods are good and bad yeah some are going to be more ideal to your goals more optimal but you know if you go out and celebrate whatever or you're just out with friends drink what you want to drink eat what you want to eat and then get back on track like mm-hmm. no one ever got skinny off one salad or fat off one piece of pizza mm-hmm. so I, I just yeah i see it all the time oh this is my cheat meal no, like you're not cheating. It's just part of the plan. Could you say it's not really a cheat meal? It's kind of like a reward meal? Is that a good way to frame it? That's kind of how I frame it. Like consistent, like stay consistent with eating healthy, but like don't frame eating bad as Like it's like part of the bad. 20%, 80-20. Yeah. It's just part of the 20%. Okay. doesn't need to be a reward. It just needs to be there. No, it's okay. like, yeah, I just think, you know, it's, again, you a lot of people kind of know what works what doesn't if yeah. they've been doing it a long time like i know if i've been eating out which i have lately a little too much like a few days a week rather than once or twice yeah i can feel that i notice that mm-hmm. but i recognize okay time to get back on track mm-hmm. i don't feel that i cheated you know on my plan or on myself whatever like cheated implies something negative yeah and, and it's like you're not doing anything wrong yeah by having a meal that just kind of feeds your soul a little bit. Yeah. Like, still enjoy your life. Right. That's why I don't ever really have a uh, a plan, at least at this point in my life, to try to step on a stage. Mm-hmm. I, I like how I live my life. I, I train hard. I eat well. But I I enjoy things. Yeah. Like, I have I like nice things. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I think just understanding to have a good relationship with food um, and just again verbiage really matters you're not cheating like incorporated like you can incorporate those things if you're super macro driven like oh i do yeah i follow the macros like that's how i find you can still incorporate all those in you know but it that does leave room for a lot of bad foods but just work it into the plan yeah work it in yeah don't feel bad about it don't feel guilty don't feel naughty yeah just uh 80 20 yeah. Enjoy yourself, okay. but have a good relationship with food. Like it's okay. I like it. Good and bad application. Yeah. All right. Tip from Tim. Yes. Yeah, so hey, t- I kind of yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, so today I'm going to talk about uh, knowing what direction to go with in your career. Um, kind of put on the career coaching hat today because I do a work with topic. A, I do excited. work with a lot of people who are like, man, where do I go next? I don't know what I want to do. Like I don't. I don't. Like I'm. I'm good at what I do. I want to. People have some goals in mind, but like. These are for the open-ended people that like don't, they're not sure what the next step is. And I'm gonna make it simple for you. I think it's a matter of priorities. And I think it's prioritizing three things. Um, I think the first, the first thing is, is there a specific skill that you wanna develop in this hmm. next role? That's one thing. The second thing, is there a specific dollar figure or salary number that you wanna reach in your next role? That's, that's number two. And the third one, is there a certain type of people, a certain type of group of people or a certain type of company culture that you want to be a part of? And you can okay. couple that into a company culture that respects work-life balance and having more free time. So that kind mm-hmm. of groups under that. And I'm not going to say like, I think all three of these things should contribute to your decision on where you want to go next. But I do think you should prioritize them and rank them one, two, three. And I think that will be that will drive your decision making and help you make better decisions when you're filtering what types of jobs you want to go for. So okay. just to recap, is there a specific skill you want to develop in this next role? Is there a certain dollar figure or salary that you're shooting for? Or is there a certain group of people or type of company or type of culture that you want to be a part of? And so when talking about like resume writing and your job search and your interview and all that stuff, if there's a specific skill you want to develop, that, if that's your top priority, then you should rebrand who you are as a person and your resume and your interviews and you should you should tailor your entire like job search towards developing that skill and place a priority on that. If there's a certain dollar figure and you're looking for a salary bump, I think it's important to emphasize like, hey, let's take inventory of what I've been doing the, fa- the past five to 10 years. What are my top five to 10 career highlights? What are the specific ways that I have impacted my companies? How can we ask the necessary questions to go back and be like, Hey, like, can we be more, more descriptive here? What was the material impact of me doing this? 
how can I show proof behind what I've been doing to make me worth a salary increase when mm. I'm applying for jobs? Yeah, so that's good. So that's kind of what we emphasize there. And then the third one, like a certain type of group or culture you want to be a part of with your resume and your job search, you should emphasize who you are as a leader, how you interact with people, and what your impact on a company's culture will be. So that's what, where with a resume, we would focus more on your leadership style. Mm-hmm. Who have you interacted with in the past? How have you helped other groups? Um, what is important to you out of a company? So um, yeah. yeah, so when, if you're not sure where to go, just make it simple and prioritize three things. Is there a specific skill you wanna develop? Is there a dollar figure or style you wanna go after? Is there a type of culture you wanna be a part of? So. Yeah, and that makes it specific. Mm-hmm. Like, rather than, oh, I don't know what I like to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, how much money do you want to make? Mm-hmm. And there's no wrong answer. Mm-hmm. What types of people do you want to be around, or do you not want to be around any people at all? Mm-hmm. You want a high-paying remote job? Okay, there's plenty of those. Yeah. And around what skill? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like those because it gives people a direction. Yeah. Like, it makes them think of what they actually want rather than, oh, hey, what do you want? I don't know. Yeah. All right. Break it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Cause I think mo I tried to like really reflect on like when I talk to, to clients, like what do they want? And most everything that they say falls under one of those three categories mm. in some way. Okay. So yeah, keep it simple. Uh, those three categories. What would you say to someone who is maybe, Hey Tim, I know how much money I want to make. I know the types of people. I know the skill I'm having trouble finding one with all three do i have to compromise and give something up that's a great question uh, i would say it depends on your current situation like if you're if you have a job i mean if you have a job that you're satisfied with and you're willing to keep doing i don't think you should compromise i think the le- level of desperation if you're if you're out of a job and you need to get one soon i do think it's important to, to maybe not compromise but really be a little more lenient on one of the other three one of the other three things you're looking for um but i would say at the end of the day like i don't think you should compromise in any way i think we live in a world where we have linkedin we have the the internet we have social media we have the ability to build relationships it's all about how much work you actually want to put into finding that thing because it Mm. it is out there for you even though it may not seem like it at the surface um I just think it's a matter of putting in the effort, being strategic about where you look. Cause like there are opportunities out there. Yeah. I mean, we have the internet, so yeah. and we have the ability to communicate with people. You, <clears throat> you have the ability to call anyone up from a company and ask like, Hey, what's it, what's it like working here? What's, what's the job culture like here? What's yeah. your experience been like in this role? Um, and obviously that can be tough when you work a current job, but like, that's why you, people partner with people like me to kind of take that load off of you and, and help you with that process. And yeah, um, yeah, that's a great question though. But I, cool. I don't think you should ever compromise when it comes to your career. If you're going Love into that. a job where you're going to be working 40 hours a week and you're going to be spending half, half your week there, like you should by no means compromise. But lead at. Yeah. I like that. Great question though. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Good knowledge, man. Those are good, just good tips mm-hmm. that people can ask themselves. Yeah. Um, and like a T-chart, pros and cons Yeah. of your current spot. Okay, what don't I like? I'll look for that you know, in the next job where mm-hmm. they don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's get a little down and nerdy with it. I started um, Man Uncivilized. Mm-hmm. So I've been – I was referred this, this lady by a friend of mine, and she's not like a doctor of – of psychology or anything like she's not like therapist therapist like clinical but sort of kind of but does a lot of relationship work too mm-hmm. and I was like oh I could probably just you know I've needed someone to just help guide me in some certain areas of life where uh, I've been working with this lady for a little bit now and she's awesome her name's Autumn Whirl Whirly I don't mm-hmm. know how to pronounce her last name sorry butchering it but she she sent me a couple books, which I thought was really cool. And I started this one called Man Uncivilized uh, by Traver Bohm or Bem, B-O-E-H-M. And I'm, I'm only about like 70, 80 pages in. But in short, it's kind of – it goes through the mindset of men, kind of how we perceive things, how we think about things, how we act or react. And – 
kind of gives a voice to, I don't want to say the voiceless, but to guys that like, we think we can't talk about our emotions mm-hmm. or like be emotional, have feelings, show those things. Like we're the protector, we're the provider. We suck it up and deal with it. If we don't like it, like all these things. Mm-hmm. And like we just take it. And this book is kind of doing the opposite of like, no, you can be a manly man and still like have like be in touch with a little more of your feminine side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by that, I mean, you know, it's okay to tell your significant other how you feel about things. It's okay to talk about your emotions and, and share that with people. So it's, um, it goes through a lot of those aspects of, of kind of just men and yeah. their mindset. And it's, uh, along the way, it kind of gives the nudge of, hey, it's also manly to not bottle shit up before it explodes. Right. Because uh, a few years ago, that was kind of uh, a trait of mine. I would just, you know, due to past experiences, whatever, I just would hold things in because wouldn't get anywhere talking about it. And, you know, eventually you just kind of blow a fuse and likely on the wrong person, mm-hmm. you know, just because they breathed wrong that day. <laughs> So, yeah, interesting book. A uh, little thicker read. Like I said, I'm only about 70, 80 pages in. But so far I can see how it can really be helpful. You know, and it's written by a man, for men, uh, but really just kind of gets in the trenches about it. Mm-hmm. So very fascinating read so far. I like it. Good. Uh, an easy read too. Yeah. Like bigger print on a lot of pages. Um and they'll kind of go big to normal print. So easy read can get through a good amount pretty quick. But yeah, just kind of one of those things like, hey, this is okay. Like, and, and just, yeah, gets in the mindset a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big hurdle for a lot of people to overcome. Like mm-hmm. they, they think, I mean, that if they share their feelings, like they're going to be less manly or whatever, or whatever reason people have for bottling stuff up. Um, but yeah, I just feel like, and you, you can probably attest to this, like, it's liberating to share your thoughts with someone and just feel heard and feel understood and feel important. I think 100%. it's it can't even be described how important that is for like your mental health and your ability to like perform as a human being going forward. Because um, I, I, I really think you're limiting your your potential if you bottle that stuff in sometimes. And like while it's perfectly like okay and good to like sort through emotions on your own and and meditate or whatever you do to handle emotions on your end there's definitely an important piece of that of that that you need to take care of but yeah i do think it's it's so i mean just you don't even need to talk to someone and they don't even need to say anything back just like talk to someone and like like it there are people out there that just want to listen yeah so just let them take a little bit yeah and if you're in a healthy relationship your significant other will, will always be there to listen to you and understand and Say like, mm-hmm. I may not totally understand exactly what you're going through, but I I try my best to empathize with you, and I understand where you're coming from, and I'm here for you to just listen. Yeah, that's all it takes. Sometimes you don't need someone to. They don't need to fix everything. Your feelings and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. That's I mean that's one thing I've had to work on myself as a weakness is mm-hmm. to not diagnose things when people come to me and stuff. Just yeah. listen. That's yeah. All don't you need to do. like. Yeah. Yeah, we're similar in that fashion. Like we're fixers. We want to fix the problem. Yeah. It's like not everything needs to be fixed and not everything's broken. Right. It's just yeah, they don't need you to solve it. Like they yeah. gotta deal with it. They just want you to listen. Yeah, exactly. So I like that. Um yeah, Autumn made a good point in our last session that uh women want to also feel safe. Like, yes, they wanna be provided for, like food on the table financially, like, you know, protected. But they also want to feel safe that their man will say something. Like, he will speak up. Like, he won't hold something back or hold something in or reserve. Because then, look, she will feel that energy. And she doesn't know if it's just you how you feel or, oh, man, is there, like, someone else involved? Like, what's going on? Like, he's withholding something Mm -hmm. but won't say what it is. Mm -hmm. And I never thought about it that way. But... Women want to feel safe in the sense that their man will talk about things uh-huh. and be open and honest about, hey, this made me feel that way. Or, yeah. Hey, you probably didn't mean this, but this kind of rubbed me wrong because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. And it's like, it's all small stuff as long as you bring it up in that manner. Mm-hmm. And then talk about it five, ten minutes, fix it. All right, we're good. We're yeah. solid. Yeah. That should be it. Um, and so, yeah, just 
making your you know uh, spouse feel safe in that regard of mm-hmm. being able to have good communication, mm-hmm. which I'm not not always perfect about. I think I'm better as opposed to three years ago. Mm-hmm. Like I stand up for myself, I say things, but with good delivery. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just good open communication. It's not less manly to be a good communicator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. Still a man's man. Rip the hair off your chest if it makes you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. It's that Snickers commercial. Quick, do something manly. Rip hair <laughs> off their chest. Because I did like the uh, Lady in the Tramp spaghetti style, but with the Snickers. Yeah. I think that's an old Super Bowl commercial. Quick, do something manly. Rip Those the hair Super off their chest. Those commercials are amazing. <laughs> All right, what you got for us, Tim? <clears throat> yeah, uh, Emotional Intelligence 2.0 by Travis Bradbury. Uh, this is more of a self-awareness aspect of emotional intelligence, like understanding yourself. Um, and yeah, I thought this was especially applicable um, to something that I went through like a week or so ago. Like, the thing is, don't be fooled by a bad mood. Have you ever had those times where like you're just like, you're not 100%, you're down, like you're just not in a good mood, like yep. you're not like your normal self, but you like don't know why? Yep, just like irritable. Yeah, and you just want to like, yeah, and you want to just like quick, like quick reactive to things, and mm-hmm. yeah. So I thought this was like especially interesting, like going back and reading this, and like sometimes it's really tough to do this. Like, don't be fooled by a bad mood. Know what you're going through, even though like you can't totally change it. I think that's the the biggest thing to accept. There is like you're not going to be able to change it right now, but at least understand like, hey, how did I get to this point? what am I missing right now? Like, what am I not getting right now that I normally get when I'm always, when I'm in a good mood? Mm-hmm. Um, and just the importance of like being accepting of it, like re- remaining aware of the mood and like understanding it. And like, and the last thing on that is like, keep it from leading you toward making more mistakes. Mm-hmm. So like, I think at that point it's, it's a matter of taking like the, the emotions that you have right now and limiting them from making more mistakes, but also like how can I slowly work my way back and transform these emotions into something positive? And that goes back to seeing like, what do I not, what am I lacking right now? What do I not have? Like, have I not been getting enough sunlight today? Have I not been getting enough water? Have I not moved enough today? Have I not like done enough things that I actually enjoy doing today? Like, like, have I not like read something I like reading or go? Are you mad about something? Yeah. Someone do or say, you know? Yeah. 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 And that, and that ties into what you were saying. Like, is there someone I need to go talk to about this? Like Mm -hmm. that's, uh, and it ties in with that. So, yeah. So bottom line is like bad moods are, are, are okay. Like you're not wrong for having them, but like digest them, be aware of it and understand how you got here. Um, and then make healthy, make healthy choices to avoid making bad mistakes. So, yeah. And that's a big one too, because like in those moods, you know, unless you can actually avoid people the entire day, you know, not talking to anyone, um, like you just don't want to blow up on someone that right. didn't do anything. Yeah. So even if you have, like, if you have to see someone uh, in that day, like you have a lunch or something that you can't cancel, whatever. I mean, obviously, try to not bring it into a business meeting or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, close the deal, then be mad later, but. Or if you had like, you were gonna work out with someone or whatever, even give the heads up. Hey, I'm kind of in a mood. Nothing you did. If I'm a little off, that's why we're cool. I'm just a little moody today, mm-hmm. and people will appreciate appreciate that exponentially more than if you're just in a sour mood. It's like, yo, we were supposed to like hang, have a nice lunch, have a good workout. Like, mm-hmm. what's your deal? Yeah, you know, give a little. Hey, nothing. I'm just a little moody today. Yeah, let's move some weight. I'll feel better after, or hey, let's eat. I'll feel good later. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's big time. Not yeah. letting it lead you to make other mistakes for sure. Because yeah, then the next day you'll feel you'll probably feel fine. It's like oh man, yesterday was yeah screwed up. Amazing what a, uh, a good night's sleep will do. Also that day. sleep is feel huge. like a whole new person. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, Tim. Anything else? No, I think we've covered a lot of good stuff today. I enjoyed yep. this episode. Um, yeah, again, like. Please like reach out to us if there's anything you want us to talk about or there's a, a, a person that you want us to bring on to the podcast. Um, we always like talking with new people and we, we love like asking good questions to people. So um, mm-hmm. if you think there would be someone that would love to share their story or um, talk about a topic that would benefit our listeners, like don't hesitate to reach out. So yeah. Or if you're, you work at Yeti or on it or know someone who knows someone at Yeti or on it and they want to sponsor a kick-ass podcast, 
please hit us up. Yeah. We're open to conversation. We don't ask for a lot of things, but I think we're repping both pretty well. Pretty well. Oh, hold on. Got to get a visual plug. <laughs> there it is. Alpha Brandon Coffee, ladies and gentlemen. All right. If you guys are enjoying the show, please head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Really gives us some good momentum when people are searching for podcasts. Really helps us out. We appreciate it. As always, thank you so much for hanging with us today. And until next time, we are out of here. Thank <laughs> you.